Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Colgrave Seabrook Foundation podcast in association with Hawk Week, the industry's leading trade title. This podcast is brought to you with the help of our sponsor, More People, the market leaders for professional recruitment across the UK and internationally. They specialise in horticulture, fresh produce, food, agriculture and garden leisure sectors. For more information, please visit morepeople.co.uk. I don't think you'll ever know it all. Every year there's plants turn up that we've never heard of before, that we've never stocked. You're never going to stop learning in this line of work. I'm Neville Stein, one of the trustees of the Colgrave Seabrook Foundation. We know it's quite hard to find good information about horticultural careers, which is why we made this podcast. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about an industry that millions of people will have experience of, as a customer at least. This is an industry that's worth $5 Let's find out what it's like working for one of the largest garden centre retailers with Steve Barrow, Plant Area Manager at British Garden Centres. Steve Barrow. Now, that's a fantastic name for someone who works in a garden centre. And Steve works for British Garden Centres. They've got 62 stores dotted around the country, similar size business to the Leon restaurant chain. And the turnover of British Garden Centres is similar to Brentford Football Club. Steve, welcome along. Hello, Neville. Pleased to see you. And thank you for joining us today. Now, I've mentioned that your turnover is similar to Brentford Football Club. Would you prefer to be working in a garden centre than a football club? (laughs) Well, it's more up my street. I was very keen on football when I was younger, (laughs) but a career has taken a somewhat different path. (laughs) Yeah, as is mine. But tell me, what do they call you at British Garden Centres? Plantaria manager. So I'm in charge of all the plants... So that's all to do with the upkeep and quality of stock, making it all presentable for the customer, selling it, bottom line. You've got to get rid of what we need to to clear through for the winter, etc. But it's a lot, a lot of maintenance and a lot of hard work. What's your next job after you finished here with me? Uh, we've had a couple of deliveries come in this morning. So first job for those is to book them in, check the quality of stock, do any claims if we need to, if the stock's not up to standard. 
and then get it out for people to buy, which is the name of the game. Excellent. And are you optimistic you're going to reach your sales targets today? Uh, potentially, yeah. The sun's out where we are at the moment, which makes a massive difference. We're very weather dependent in these gardens, and there's a rainy day, your take-ins are going to be a lot lower than a, a day when the sun's out. So today looks good. Roughly, how many plants are you selling a year? Do you know that? Oh, it's going to be in the hundreds of thousands, Neville. Cool. That's a lot of plants. Yeah, definitely. And do you have to buy those as well? Yes, yeah. Most of the stock is bought in, although we do have a couple of nurseries throughout the chain which grow for us, and they'll send us top-ups of stock, but the vast majority is bought in. Okay. So maybe couldn't you tell us about what's a typical day like being in charge of a plant area on a garden centre? Okay, so first off, to start the day, you do a floor walk. You take off any stock that doesn't meet your quality standards and reduce it. We've got a little sale area, which helps to bring customers in. Everybody loves a bargain. Yeah. And that ensures that all the stock on your benches are the highest quality. So that's the start of the day. Then weather depending, you might go straight into watering to keep it alive, uh, weeding, top dressing, planning ahead for the daily jobs for the team here, getting stock out and booking in. When we take it from there. And there's a lot of your day involved in actually contacting customers, talking to them about the plants, doing that physical selling. Oh, definitely. Yes, it's very customer orientated. If uh, you've really got to be a people person to work in this type of job, you'll get lots of interesting questions. But it's really satisfying when customers come back and they say they've taken your advice on board and their plants are doing really well through it. And that really does give you a good feeling. I think there's about 2,500 garden centres in the UK, which means there's about 2,500 people like you running a plant area. So, you know, it's quite a small number. So, you know, perhaps one never thought of it as a career option. So I'm intrigued as to how did you get into that role, that job of running a plant area on a garden centre? Because it's it's not a well-known job, is it? It isn't, if you're right. I guess it's got to be in your blood from the start, really. Um been a bit of a country boy all my life growing up with animals and plants it's always been in me as any young boy sort of dreams of being a footballer etc I, I started off down that route and soon realized I wasn't particularly good at it and uh, through spending most of that time face down in the turf I started to wonder what it was made of <laughs> <laughs> and then I went off into Seed then, grass seed and crop seed for the fields and wildflowers, wholesale. Okay. Did that for many years and uh, that slowly developed into a, more of a love for the wildflowers and, and flowering plants. And then that brought me back into horticulture and, and garden centres. Right, interesting. Um, did you go to horticultural college at all or was there any need to do that? I didn't. I've done a few courses throughout my time at work, but um, I've never studied it properly. It's all self-taught and picked up through books and watching Gardener's World, etc. on the TV and being in the family as well that was keen on gardening and picking up tips from family members. And It's all developed through that, really. So I never did any courses, but it, it would be recommended for anybody getting into the line to swat up on their knowledge. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. So how long have you been working in as a plant area? person in a garden centre then you know when was that change from sort of working grass feeds into garden centres i've had a couple of forays into garden centres before and aquatics as well so altogether i've probably been doing it for about 20 years that change from being grass seeds did you just see a job advertised at british garden centres and thought that's a bit of me 
Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. I like the customer interaction as well, and we didn't really have that with the wholesale work. Because like I say, that was really satisfying, seeing the customers pleased. So yeah, I wanted to go back to retail, really, and uh, this was the obvious choice. Interesting. So you mentioned that one of the best things about your job is that customer satisfaction, interacting with people that want to buy plants. What else do you like about the job? It varies from day to day. No days are the same, really. You've got to roll up your sleeves and get stuck in, which is a hands-on job, which I love. Now I'm more on the managerial side of things as well. It's looking after a small team of workers, which is great as well, and going down into the ordering side of things now as well, which is great because you can take customer orders and work with, work with them to get what they want and make them even more happy. So it's not just about knowing plants and having a love of plants. It sounds to me that there's a lot of other skills required. You know, if you think about your role there, what skills have you had to develop, uh, you know, apart from horticulture? To do the job properly, I mean, you can go into all sorts of skills. You need first aid sort of skills just in case because of all the customer interaction, you know, you never know what might happen in store. Okay. Forklift, etc. skills, you know, training on those sorts of things is handy too. For moving specimen plants, some of the large olives in pots, you need machinery to do that. All those type of skills. Okay, so uh, specimen plants you mentioned, those are really big plants, aren't they? Oh yes, yeah, massive. They can be hundreds of pounds, thousands of pounds, and massive, huge. So you've got plants ranging in price from what? A couple of pounds up to a thousand pounds? Definitely, yes, yeah, from a few pence up to over a thousand. So there's quite a range there. So there's a huge amount of knowledge that you need. Do you find that actually, you know, you've arrived there or are you constantly learning? I don't think you'll ever know it all, Neville. Uh, We're constantly learning here. Every year there's plants turn up that we've never heard of before, that we've never stocked, and you need to brush up on your knowledge. I mean, you have your base knowledge, of course, of your everyday bits and pieces, but... You're never going to stop learning in this line of work. So, you know, thinking about your role there, where do you think it's going to go for you? And be careful here, perhaps, because your boss might listen to this. But, you know, <laughs> um, you know, do you see yourself, you know, moving on up through the organisation? Do you want to stay with the plants or do you think you'll become a garden centre manager? You know, what, what are your ambitions there? Yeah, I guess end goal is probably to work my way up a bit further. I started from complete scratch here and work my way up to team leader and then on to manager of the plants. Okay. Further on, I guess the next step would be sort of deputy manager and then centre manager. Further on from that, you could go regional and higher up still. There's a lot of steps on the ladder. Yeah, so I guess actually within an organisation, you know, someone who's got 62 stores, I guess there's much more of a defined career path and perhaps loads of opportunities for someone that might want to work in the garden centre. Oh, 100%. Of course, we have buying teams as well, which buy in the plants and strike all the deals. There's many, many opportunities in, in garden centres. So you've given a great example of you know what it's like to work in a garden centre. If someone was thinking of coming into a garden centre to work for the first time, what do you think that they should do? What are the steps they might take? If you're thinking of working in a garden centre for a start off, get that base little bit of knowledge from the off. If you're planty from the start off or customer orientated, you're going to be well on the way. You'll always pick up tips from the staff that are there already. Like we say, you'll never stop learning. You've got to be a people person, definitely, for retail. Okay. Do you need to be good on numbers? Uh, Relatively, yeah. Good. Any other skills one might need to develop? So we're talking about being a people person, being quite good with numbers. Any other skills? 
It depends which way you want to go, Neville, really. If you wanted to go down the paperwork side of things and the buy-in teams, then obviously maths and numbers are going to be high on your list of priorities. Yeah. If you wanted to stay more in-store, till work would be good, so you can actually serve. There's so many different little niches in it. Yeah, it strikes me that working in a garden centre could provide a whole wide range of uh, career opportunities. So, look... You've given a really good understanding of what it's like to work in a modern garden centre. Thanks for that. I'm intrigued as to what's been your best day at work ever? Uh, it's hard to narrow it down to one day, Neville, to be honest. I've been at British Garden Centres for about three and a half years now, and, and it's very nice to have found somewhere and brought it on so much in that time. The change in what it was when I first started to what it is now is massive. Being a part of that bringing on is making it the best time more than the best day. Sure. Uh, and and so you made the right choice to work in the garden centre rather than become a professional footballer. My wallet wouldn't say that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I guess my heart does, yeah. And I'm sure you're going to become a star in the garden centre industry. Your enthusiasm and passion has really come across in this interview. So thank you so much for joining us on this Cultivate Your Future podcast. You've given a really great example of what it is like to work in a modern garden centre. My thanks to Steve Barrow, one of the plant area managers at British Garden Centres, for appearing on the podcast. This is a job for someone who likes working with people. It's a job that you can work your way up to from an entry-level position without specific requirements. If you'd like to find out more, we'll put a link to the Garden Centre Association in the show notes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.